Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. Welcome to another episode of Top 5 without Joey Casada. I am your uh, sort of host, uh, John Michael Osborne. Today, we will list our top five favorite songs. From the greatest band in the history of all civilization, Black Sabbath. To quote John Lennon, everything the Beatles ever did was stolen from Black Sabbath. And now, without further ado, I wish to introduce to you my two Sabbathologists. The doctor, Tommy Snyder. Woo, and Sir Brian DeVito. All right, that's that's All right. what. All right, that's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Go ahead. We're, we're done for today. All right. <laughs> Joey would be impressed. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on? He should already be impressed. You're wearing a Kiss shirt, I see. Well, originally, I thought this was going to be a top five of Kiss, top five songs of the Kiss makeup years, but uh, I was misinformed. But way to bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a cool picture behind me. Yes, it is. I was admiring that when I first saw you. Very nice. Well, I, I love that picture. Yeah, it's I, a cool picture. I think Avi looks like like a, like a maniac in that picture. <laughs> well, this is a pretty. I think this is gonna. This is a pretty interesting episode. I'm drinking scotch instead of coffee, so I'm not wired like I was the last time. <laughs> I thought you were great. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I, I what was I gonna say? What was it? In the, do you remember the movie Halloween? Right. <clears throat> what was the big word in that movie? Totally, totally, totally. I must have counted how many times I said iconic. Oh. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. Overdue. Well overdue. Oh, definitely. And I, everything about Sabbath for me, which is my favorite band of all time, is all due to Snyder. Where I would not probably know anything about Sabbath without Tommy. So oh, I, I, I owe Tom I owe to you my life when it comes to Sabbath. I, I owe mine to Bobby Woodruff. Okay. <laughs> Got me into Ozzy and Sabbath. Well, two or three songs. And I just ran with the ball after that. So That's where it started. That's where it started. Hold on one Fine. second. I want to try something here. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Hold on. I want to pause this for a second. Let me say it again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Glitch. <laughs> 
you were saying, right, Ernie, you were saying you didn't get into Sabbath until you met Snyder. So you, the question I never asked back when we were playing together. We've always known each other. <laughs> no, but when we first met, you never told me how you even got it. How did you get into Sabbath? Uh, well, it was Ozzy first. It was, uh, matter of fact, my first record ever was Bark of the Moon. But um, it was the first thing I ever bought in my life. But uh, I remember, well, so when Speak of the Devil came out, um, well, I should say not when it came out, when we finally got a hold of it. <laughs> Um, I didn't even know those were Black Sabbath songs. I thought I was a whole new Ozzy album. I was only 12, 13 years old. I, you know, I didn't know the uh, the history. Yeah. But it was Snyder who uh, just told me got it from Bobby Woodruff. But Tommy's the one that got me into all Sabbath. Bobby Woodruff used to walk around the block singing the song Black Sabbath and repeating over and over. Hiya, man. Hiya. That's <laughs> what he used to do. Hiya. So I got into Sabbath, the song Sabbath. Then War Pigs. And uh, I, for Christmas, wasn't that far after, I asked for um, Ozzy Osbourne, not Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne. And I got Diary Man Man and Bark at the Moon. So it was actually to Ozzy before I ever even got into the Sabbath. I went backwards on that one. So we didn't know. We didn't know. We were young. That would make sense because when you're, when you're listening to, what was it, like the heavy metal radio stations, well, we didn't really have any, but... Ozzy was always the band that you always listen to and Randy Rhodes and the beginning of, right, right the, right. the guitar the guitar era, you know, like uh, yeah. uh, the Eddie Van Halen era and that kind of stuff. And it's actually, it was funny because I was I like Black Sabbath when I hear songs on the radio, like when they were on like classic rock, you know, like everything was like Paranoid and War Pigs, the commercialized songs. But my first album, my first album I owned was Technical Ecstasy. By Black Sabbath. That was the first By album. Black okay. Well, it's the same thing with Kiss, too. I My first album was, I think, uh, that I owned was Music from the Elder. I didn't even own a uh, a Makeup Era album until later on. Right. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any worse. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, the, um, yeah, speaking of the devil was my, I think, my second, my third album, even before Sabbath, you know? It was, it was pretty wild. And, you, like, we didn't know those were Sabbath songs, you know? It was, it was kind of weird. It was like we were going through the, emo the emotions, you know? It was, it was wild. It was more Ozzy albums that we didn't know about. <laughs> right, right, well, right. Well, technically, didn't, didn't Speak of the Devil come out technically as his third release? Yeah, yes. Right, yeah. right, where he was Blizzard, Diary, and then... He had signed he, on, yeah, he had signed on, uh, he got duped into the contract to redo. Uh, Randy and, uh, was against the whole thing. Randy was against the whole thing. I was reading an article the other day, and uh, they got duped into it, though. But Randy died, and they ended up doing it. They were okay. going to put it off, and then they ended up doing it with Brad Gellis. So. Brad Gillis, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to that album in like such a long time. It's like now that we were doing this, I started going back and pulling out the CDs, the old, you know, my CDs. I bought the anniversary, the remastered edition that would they right. came out in, I think, 2016. Um, some of the sounds on it, I thought were, you know, I thought when they remastered it, 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 it kind of kept it pure. Uh, they didn't really modify it to a point where it was like, ah, you kind of like the original, you know? And, uh, and I was going through them today, and 
really sitting down and listening to it, a lot of people turn around and they say, you know, like, Ozzy's not a great singer. He's got some really good ballsy, ballsy stuff, you yeah. know. And I, I think his voice was kind of, I thought, was ahead of his time, right? I mean, when Black Sabbath was formed, what did Ozzy Osbourne say? He wanted to form the anti-Beatles. He wanted to do everything the Beatles, whatever the Beatles did, they wanted to do everything the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, 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 it's a no, no, no. What <laughs> they wanted to be like negative and <laughs> yeah, that would uh, go ahead, Aaron. Uh, uh, well, I, I have so much to say. No, um, go for it. It's your show. <laughs> well, well, oh my goodness, but um, you're saying Randy Rhodes did not want to do what the record company was demanding, right? And then suddenly, Randy's gone. Follow the money. Well, apparently they also said yeah, there's an article that Randy slept with Sharon. Oh, God. The night of the bus trip. And it got it. Follow the money. <laughs> so. Randy played Sharon like a guitar. Yeah. Got the money. Got the money. <laughs> Ozzy, uh, Ozzy had Randy killed. So that, that's basically, that's what uh, oh, Quiet Rye quiet, quiet would like you to believe. <laughs> but, Imagine Sharon, oh, Randy, you're... you're playing so fast with your finger. <laughs> well, I think, I, think, I think one of the most amazing things about Black Sabbath I was thinking about today, started going back and listening to some stuff. They were a jazz band. And I don't know how many jazz bands that you could actually say move to a, a heavier sound. I mean, it's just, I'm sure there's going to be some out there I'm not aware of, but that's a pretty big uh, jump, a, a, a large jump. And you, and you can still see in the old Sabbath stuff, you can hear a lot of jazz jams in the middle of the song, especially on the first album with the Yeah, so it's like it's wacky. Yeah. And then it goes into warning, you know. It's like it's like cool stuff, man. Really cool stuff. It, it was I, it was different, right, Ern? I mean, like, you know, back in that time, what we what was the big band out in that time it was like Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah, I think they took Led Zeppelin to another level. Totally, you know what I'm saying? Like from from a from a heaviness perspective, you know, you could take some of the heavy songs like that Led Zeppelin did. What was the one that they? Oh crap, I forgot the name of the song, but uh, I don't remember which one it was. And it was a kind of a heavier tune for like Led Zeppelin. I can hear it more with the X with the ultra overdrive distortion that that Tony Iommi is using with. Probably what? Uh, what's uh, what's his name? Is probably one of Geezer is probably one of the best bass players out there. You know, mm -hmm. in that era, he's he was so intricate. He was you know it was like as I got older, like I was saying, when I became more of a bass player, I started listening to people like him. You know, and you know you start going that progressive route. He was a very progressive bass player. He used a he used an effect on his bass that even uh, Mike Anthony Michael Anthony of uh, Van Halen started mimicking him on stage, and Tony Iommi had to pull uh, Eddie aside and have a little talk with him, saying that they were starting to show them up on stage <laughs> and uh, stealing Giza Butler's. What what was that the effect? Was it a flange? What was it? Uh, was it with the wah wah on the bass being used? 
They yeah, he used the Watt and I and he also used a little overdrive. I don't remember. I don't know the exact uh, a pedal that he used or whatever uh, effect, but he he did have some overdrive. NIB NIB has that effect. Yeah, bit of finger into NIB has that. I don't know if it's distortion. It's it's some sort of uh, flanged uh, sound to his uh, bass. It's, it's pretty unique, to say the least. And a lot of bass players add a little bit of that more effect, I think, to give it a little bit more drive and sustain. You know, like I used to play a lot with the after playground. I used to play a lot with a chorus effect behind me uh, as part of my. It was part of my sound at the time, and that I. I, be, I became now to today a more traditional and I kind of the only effects I'm using today is uh, 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 a Boss uh, uh, B, BC1X compressor so you keep the, the sound the same because you get a different punch attack when you're hitting an E string than when you're hitting like a, you know a D string you know the higher strings. And I, I try to stay a little bit more traditional and clean sounding maybe a little overdrive. Um, you know, and uh, what else do I have? I think that's really it. I'm looking at my rig now. Yeah, but you were saying, you were saying, Brian, all these competing bands back then, The Who, yeah, uh, Led Zeppelin, they were all saying about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Somewhat. They, you know, the political message, heavy metal-wise, was pretty interesting. That Sabbath, uh, you know, with war pigs and certain very dark things that no one liked to talk about in parties. <laughs> that they were correct. saying it's correct and, you know, it's like, like, the beatles were the party band right led zeppelin was i thought led zeppelin was just a good fun blues rock and roll band you know it had a little bit of a harder edge to it at times um but they had some great jams um that they've done those blues jams that you know they can go out you know they're not doing like a 20 minute blues jam like the allman brothers would do or something like that but they had some good good sounding stuff and i i think I mean, shit, when they came out, I wasn't even born yet uh, when Black Sabbath came out. But it was almost like someone was trying to find an identity of creating something new and different and exciting. And it happens. It happens yeah. from time to time. And you got to embrace it when it does. And yeah, and it's, and it's actually like, I always felt Black Sabbath was such an influential band, uh, an influential band in, in music that... Uh, you wouldn't like like we said the last episode. You wouldn't have had half of the bands you had now if it wasn't for Black Sabbath, you know. And that's why I said I said the last time I said I find it really funny that Joey did not is not a Black Sabbath fan, you know. It's the band is it created the scene, you know that 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 uh, that English the British heavy metal scene. It started with them, and. In what in the early seventies? What Judas Priest started to come out like in the early early seventies? They've been around since the way early seventies. So Black Sabbath was already out already. What do you mean the first Priest album was yeah. seventy four? So seventy four, right? So Iron Maiden started formed in nineteen seventy seven. So that scene was starting to you know. Bless you. <laughs> he just blew up the side. Ernie, 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 put your mask on. <laughs> he blew up the side of the Death Star. <laughs> no, but it was, uh, no, I, like I said, a, some of like, like the, when we were talking about Black Sabbath, like going back, you know, like past the Ozzy era, I still, what the albums that I own, like physically own, is the Ozzy era. That's what I own. 
Everything else is downloaded <laughs> that I have. Yeah. That's you what know, I have. That's the purest, you know. <laughs> that's like, you know, KISS fans don't like to anything past the un, unmasked or dynasty, mm-hmm. nobody really cares. <laughs> what are what are these rules, Ernie? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, before we, we get to the rules, we gotta ask the we gotta play the uh world renowned. What are we drinking tonight? <laughs> when pigs fly. What are we drinking tonight, doctor? <laughs> uh, I'm just having a little crown apple. Well, that sounds nice. Ooh. New crown apple. Warms the soul, like I always said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sir Brian DeVito. Johnny Walker Green. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I don't know I what you're saying. the good stuff for stuff like this. <laughs> Ernie, what are you drinking? Oh, I actually I don't have a drink. I already had my drink. I had a, a Heineken light inside and I washed it down with a bottle of Jack Daniels. Nice. You did you the Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? So what are, so what so what are the rules for this this, oh. this top five, Ernie? I'm glad you asked. Well, after much uh, trepidation, thinking about it for all, all week, I've decided on my own that no songs from We Sold Our Souls to Rock and Roll will be allowed. And this is all my my plan. This is what I decided. Very good. <laughs> well, I, like that. Always good. I like that when I saw it. I, cr- I grinded my teeth when I heard the name of the album. Okay. <laughs> You know, Sabbath didn't see a dollar, a dollar one of that. It was an old management company that released it on their behalf, part of that lawsuit era. So I wouldn't buy that album if you paid me. I actually owned well, it on cassette. Well, everyone's, got, every, everyone's got a price. Joey Cassano taught me that. <laughs> and I hope you both realize this is a, a Brian's the one that, that fed, fed me that rule, by the way. I'm taking up credit for it. Oh, no, you didn't have. No, you know, I, I was saying is is that uh, it, it was I know great, Tom. I know Tommy's the is the more in depth uh, Black Sabbath fan, and I I felt you know I didn't want us to start double picking uh, double picking like the same songs because you can you can easily do that on oh, the commercial yeah. stuff. And I was yeah. like, I rather I rather go with the deep cuts. You know, I mean, there was no right. You, there was no ruling that said that it, you said Ozzy error. That means. The first eight and the last two. I find you end up picking up, uh, picking out a lot of songs the other person has when you basically spent all your time with that person <laughs> listening to music. <laughs> so, so I have a feeling me and Ernie are going to be. There were a couple. Of, there were a couple of songs that were a little bit more on the popular side that weren't on that album, and I was kind of surprised about it. Yeah, and I, yeah. And other bands had covered them, you know, and that's where I kind of like I looked at it. I'm being honest with you. I mean, I picked as a you know if I needed to as a backup as some of the newer his newer stuff. I wasn't really a, uh, I mean, thirteen I thought was a, a pretty decent. It was an okay album, but it's like, you know, how many years later trying to recreate the magic of what you had. I don't. I don't hate thirteen, but I don't the, hate it either. The songs came my list. It's just it, it's it's. I when I I actually listened to it today. You know, I was taken thinking, back. What's that? I was taken back by it. I, I was amazed that they could still pull it together. They pulled but, it, uh, but we credit that to Rick Rubin. Yeah, his production and making them bring it back to 
the old production, the old, the old sound quality of Black Sabbath. Exactly. So really a lot of production on this album, or little to no production on the album, I should say. Well, the, but, due, but due to Ruben. The album had a lot of power behind it. And when I was listening to it today, like last week we were talking about it, a couple yep. of weeks ago, I never really gave it its, its proper due. I've watched a couple of people on YouTube actually rank it and a lot of uh, some huge Sabbath fans did not really like it. I listened to some, I listened to the album. Um, I don't want to name any songs just in case somebody was picking them. Um, it kind of had that old vibe, the old classic, the yeah. old classic vibe. With a good production, <laughs> I thought the sound was fantastic on it. Yeah, well, I, I use over overproduced. overproduced. It's not. Yeah, this is this was the exact opposite. He he stripped it down to the basics, bring it back to the way it was. You know, the way it was. He did, a good job. he did a good job. All of them did a good job on it. That I was pretty good. I thought it sounded. Now, did did I? You know, I didn't even look at the because I don't I don't physically own it. Uh, that one I have it downloaded. Is is a Ward on that album? No, he's not on the album. No, uh, hot, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, drummer. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. He's on the Oz, new Ozzy album. Hold on. Really? I think the guy's name oh, is uh, Fate, uh, Rage Against the Machines drummer. Is on uh, that album. Oh, I thought you were talking about Smith. Wasn't Smith the Red Hot Chili Peppers? That's, that's yeah, but he's, uh, he's on the new album, Ozzy's new album. Okay. Okay, uh, Rage Against the Machines drummer is on the Sabbath album. Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Yeah. Right. And he's supposed to be really good. He sounded good, but the way they craved about, they talked about him, pretty impressive. So sounded good. All right, Ernie. Yeah, I, I, like I, I thought that thirteen was a pretty decent. Al then I was listening to the live album, uh, the, the end. That right. sounds. That sounds fantastic. I haven't checked that out yet. Oh, it sounds so fantastic. They also got a Blu-ray uh, of the concert. But then again, I wanted to see it with I wanted to see it with all of them. I wanted to see it with Ward and you know. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't disappointed enough to pull that one off. Yeah, well, it doesn't look And then it came to legal stuff afterwards, but all right, Ernie. So okay. the album, no, no love songs, no ballads. Well, I mean, because <laughs> there was, oh, you know what? Actually, I did pick one that may be considered a ballad. Crap. I didn't oh, catch Oh, no, it's okay. I didn't it's catch okay. That. It's all right. It's not on my list. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. We want to get this. It's time to get started. Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, Mr. DeVito, you're number five, sir. My number five is Under the Sun off of volume four. I thought uh, I picked I, I these are not in any particular order, by the way. I mean, these are all I love them equally. Um, <clears throat> that album, I really it, I thought the sound of it was really heavy. I'm talking real heavy. 
Um, it had different time timing, timing changes on it. And it had, I thought, had a lot of a, a punk feel behind it during certain parts, which actually I thought could have been a major influence on the punk hardcore scene, you know, in the in the 80s. So that's lots why of, I, I picked that one. Lots of drugs, too. Well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> People actually claim that that is their drug. A I lot of uh, heavy metal I thought they said. I thought they said they they were they were drugged up totally when they recorded. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Never say die. No, well, that was they were burnt out at that point, but they were <laughs> they were gone in volume four. Oz, Ozzy's been quoted that he listens to volume four like it's a new album. He doesn't remember doing any of it, recording or anything. It's a fant. I think it's. I think it's a fantastic. I mean, I think the first. The, the first. Now, game. this sounds embarrassing, but under the sun. Under the How does that go? I haven't heard that album in quite a few years. Oh God! Seriously, oh, no, I'll pick no, it up right away. No, no. It was. It's a heavy. It's a heavy. Oh, oh, when I die. Great song, and it's yeah. such a. It's such, it's a, it's a nice deep cut. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it's, it's dirty. A, it's dirty. It's a dirty it's sound. It's a, it's a real dirty sound he gets on that uh, riff. That yes. and it's really messy. It's like it's not. It's great. It's great. Awesome. It's class. It's cl I think it's classic Black Sabbath. It's you know they took. I think that song was like another level for them. It, it's a lot faster. It had a lot of punchy parts in it. It was something different. You know, it wasn't the typical slow. Most of their stuff is pretty much, what did I say? It was like mud going down a wall. That's yep. how I used to call it. The, yeah. the, the, the great part of that song, if I remember correctly, when it goes to the bridge. Yes. Which they're always famous up. for. There's a time they, sleep. Right. And then yeah, it keeps repeating the bridge. Those. Life is one long overdose. Yes. And then it goes. And then it goes a modulation, a key modulation. And then it picks up. It goes up a, a step. Yeah. And then they pick you up and they just drop you out to. Freaking awesome. It's great a great song. song. It's great a great pick. song. Great song. Well, I, I, I would argue with about Under the Sun, the introduction, the riff at the beginning. Is the most evil of all Sabbaths. Yeah, I forgot about. It. Yeah, that's oh, a really uh, the out the, intro. The entrance riff, the down, down, down. Yeah, like Mr. Howdy. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, so, it's so evil. It's, it's oh, a Captain great song. Howdy, not Mr. Howdy. Captain Howdy, my bad. <laughs> it's a great song, and I'm putting it on my list. I'm changing with that. <laughs> All right, Tom, you're on for number five. Um, megalomania. I was, oh, okay. Oh, come on. Why you do That's that? That's a good song, though. 
Yeah, it's on my list. That's why. Oh, <laughs> this whole oh. this album is my favorite album. Um, Sabotage is the epitome of where they really took the turn. Giza with the lyrics. The vocals were outstanding. Mm-hmm. The band was angry. They were going to Tomo with lawsuits. And it was really, it showed in the music. And I loved every bit of it. I heard that certain Sabbath fans didn't find this one of their best pieces of work. But then now people look back and they say it was definitive, uh, definitive uh, point in their career. So I, I, I love it. And uh, for those who don't know, I, I forgot. Uh, delusional, a, a megalomaniac is someone who, with delusional fantasies of power. So they must have been talking about Don Arden, all these uh, producers that were screwing them at the time. And uh, this other songs on this album, it just, it's just amazing how they reflect on how they were being treated Singing about freedom, uh, houses that they didn't own. There's, there's even lyrics with that for other songs and stuff. But yes, this album is angry mm-hmm. from beginning to end, and I love it. Maybe and that song, had- the amount of changes in that song, mm-hmm. from bridge to bridge to bridge to bridge, is amazing. There's a lyric of Megalomania that I, it's one of my favorites, where uh, the girl from my favorite dream is telling me to leave it all behind. I mean, yeah, it's it's cool stuff. That's, that's so that's so opposites. The girl from your favorite dream, which means one type of dream, is telling him to commit suicide. It's like, oh, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's intense. Yeah, I mean, I think that's in my that's like I would think sabotage is probably in my top Ozzy era album. Cool, awesome. It you know, it, you know it, I liked you know because like I said, you, you want to do away without. I try to. I like to. I like to go with the deep cuts, you know, and so and something that's a little bit different, something that's out of the norm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I love it. I love that album. Well, more more than half of my list is sabotage. By the way. <laughs> well, you know, I wish we would have done something where I wanted to do like, but the problem is, is that they got well, just like eight, nine. What do we got? Ten albums with Ozzy, right? Uh-huh. I can't, Don't worry, I, I can't I pick whole, one. <laughs> I, I wanted to do one each out. I, hold, I bought a whole bag of Sabbath here for you. A whole bag just for you. <laughs> I knew you were going to step on my toes. Yeah, you hurt me with that choice. That's I why I that. said if you guys have some extra ones, let's not repeat them and we'll just... Oh, no, I got... Probably all the same. Yeah, I have extra ones too if I needed to. Yeah, I got them. I got full bags. I got, I got I over 25 of them. I got over 20 extras. <laughs> 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 we get yelled at every week by Daddy Joey. He's not going to stand for that. All right. Uh, before I tell you my number five, uh, you guys see the movie Wally? What, mm-hmm. the robot? The little yeah. what, the, the robot? Yeah. yeah. It's a movie about Earth is no longer livable, and now we're they're living, going out to space. Got right. it. Got it. Buzzer. Buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> Buzzer. Go ahead, Ernie. Say it. Uh, into the Void. It's my number five. Rocket engines burning fuel so fast. Off into the night sky, they last. Through the universe, the engine wind. Body be the end of man and time. Back on Earth, the flame of light burns low. Everywhere is misery and woe. Pollution fills the air, the land and sea. Man prepares to meet his day. I had it written down. I had it written down on my list here into the void. 
That's one of the top riffs, heavy metal riffs of all time. Yeah. It's actually that's, Tony Iommi's favorite um Sabbath song is Into the Void. That's a that's a that's some riff there, man. It really is. Bow now 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 and then he bends it. Here's where I fuck it all up. Did you know that Kiss has a song called Into the Void too? Um when you said when you said it, I knew, but no, I wouldn't have remembered though. Oh, I thought it was into the toilet. That album actually did go into the toilet. Except it, I thought it's hang, why is it hanging on Joey's wall then? <laughs> oh, he got it out of the toilet. Different definition of the actually, word. actually, there were two. There were two Black Sabbath song names that Kiss has, and the and the the writer of the song from Kiss was Ace Frehley. Mm -hmm. Into the Void, and I right. I won't. Uh, I think the other one may be on that album so i don't think anybody would have picked it snowblind well ernie continue anything else on the song oh but into the void uh yeah uh, the ending is incredible uh oh the uh i really like there's a, a bass line that comes in the middle with the um throughout the second half of the song but oh, oh, the and he yeah. slides up on the neck yeah. Boom, dude. Yeah. Boom, right. boom, boom, boom. Oh, it's great. Hey, would you just do Ed Norton? Boom, 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 He just did Ed Norton, Ernie. Hey, Ralphie boy. Hey, Ralphie boy, check out this. Boom, Hey, Ozzy boy. Ozzy boy, check this out. Boom, 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 Right, right to the void, Alice. Right to the void. To the void, Alice. <laughs> All right, I'm supposed to bring everybody back. Okay, right. <laughs> I feel like I'm in, I'm in my classroom. By the way, <laughs> I went off the I went off the rails for a second, and keep me. I, Joey usually keeps me somewhat together. No, All right, he no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired to do these podcasts. You you give me a few cocktails, I'm just like whacked. <laughs> All right, Brian, number <laughs> four. Uh, number four, I have. After Forever, Masters of Reality. Classic. Classic. I had it as an honorable mention. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I love it. No, it's just a, it's just classic. It's just classic Sabbath, and it's a great deep cut. You know, it. I think the song should be more a, lo, a little a lot more popular than it is. But uh, well, Ernie, take it all because I know you like to talk about this song. Uh, <laughs> um, the singer of Striper has said that um, this song is more. Christian rock than anything they've ever written. No, nah, right. Black Sabbath, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, no, song yeah the, for, the song after forever. The, yeah, the, yeah. the lyrics are singing to a non-believer in the song. That's what the whole song's about. Would you be afraid if your friends might say if they knew you believed in God above, they should realize before they criticize that God is the only way to love. But people hear Black Sabbath, 
And Tony, now they're not supposed to play this during church on Sundays, but <laughs> it definitely had a really positive message that Sabbath, they heard Sabbath, but they didn't want to hear about it anymore. I tried to tell my friends, all right, the, you want to see the Pope hang from a rope? Do you think he's a fool? All right. <laughs> that lyric got all, the, got all the publicity. <laughs> right, right. But it's still taken out of context. It's, you yeah. got to take it to where it's coming exactly. from. Exactly, exactly. And, and exactly. people who are fearful of Sabbath or yeah. just didn't want to give them a chance, use that that song in particular, that one line, the soap, the Pope on the, or the soap on a rope, the Pope on a rope. <laughs> as, uh, Pope on a rope. <laughs> as the, Pope. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. So. Oh, it's it's good, great song. There was great a time song. in my life, um, geez, maybe in the mid '80s, where that was my number one favorite Sabbath song somewhere in my history. But you know how? Yeah, I, mean, I remember you loving that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a time where that, that was my absolute favorite. And by the way, the Masters of Reality, what an album! <laughs> it gets overlooked a lot. It gets overlooked a lot. It does. Oh, oh, it's a perfect album. It's a it's perfect really, album, beginning to end. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, love that album. I love all three songs on the album. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gone. Uh, are you gone on purpose? You want me to... I went into the void. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Can I be saved? <laughs> oh, how'd I do that? This is so bad. Should I? You want me to pause this? <laughs> this uh, happens yeah. every week, right? <laughs> Why you do this every week? I I'm watch the I'm the one on the cell phone. When Joey to, does it, it works. I had to fix my computer. No, actually, it's better when you go out in the car and you finish it. <laughs> when I watch oh, the other well, I'm in the basement of a freaking sub basement of a building. Hold on. <laughs> I can't. I can't get my way back to you. So why don't you? You know what? Let me stop this for a second. Just come out and come back in. Hold on. I'm gonna wait, wait, wait. Back to meeting. Hold on. Wait, wait. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, it's so we're so bad with technology. <laughs> my my eight, my nine year old was just here before. When you came on, she's hitting my phone to help me get the, the camera up. <laughs> the world we live in. What are you going to do? Aye, aye, aye. All right, Satan, number four. Doctor. All right, here we go. Dirty women. Mmm. Hey, isn't that a love song? <laughs> that was bestiality. You can make a song. But no, Dirty Women, the riff, it's such a cool riff. It's just, I, I can't do riffs. I went for singing lessons. I didn't go for riff lessons with my mouth. So, But it's a cool riff. Very catchy, very simple. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the, the drumming in the song, once again, it reminds me of Strawberry Fields. Uh, with, with Ringo the drumming in this song just picks up uh, especially at the end when he's doing different fills and changing it up just like Strawberry Fields I remember Sabbath Live he always broke into uh, Bill Ward always broke into his drum solo from this song 
because it was that cool of a beat that he had. But uh, the message is cool. The, the middle part, the bridge at the end, when he brings it together, he's hitting the high notes, very yep. melodic. It, it's a, it's just a cool song. The end is is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, you like those bridges. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it reminds of like Rocket Queen, for example. At the, uh, it has something mm -hmm. at the end, which I'm kind of is uh, not to compare Guns and Roses Black Sabbath, of course. That would be disrespectful. No, but, understood. <laughs> but a bridge is a bridge. Very similar. Yeah. If I can start tonight, then I never yeah. yeah, that, that part. Oh, that's yeah, probably my, that's probably my favorite part of the whole technical ecstasy. Is that is that part of Dirty Woman? Yeah, it's just a great song. And what a riff! It's just heavy. The whole song is just. Oh no! No! Yeah, it's just a great riff. It's just simpler than ACDC. It's what is it? It's like five maybe, notes. <laughs> maybe we'll all put an album together with us doing guitarists with a mouse. Starring Ernie Norton. We could be the first acapella heavy metal band. Here we go. Go ahead, Brian. Weigh in. Oh, no. All right. The message is about prostitutes, by the way, but that's what it's dirty women. But it's a broken heart. He's walking the streets looking for love. In all, all the wrong places. places. All the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, all three of us have said it. <laughs> all right, Ernie, you're next. Ernie, you're next. <laughs> all right, uh, my number four, a national acrobat. I am the world of Title is supposed to be for, but it's it's one of my favorite songs. It's it, it's from my favorite Sabbath album, by the way, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. But National Acrobat is is great. It has my favorite Sabbath lyric of them all, with the um, I'm gonna forget it now that I can't think of it. Oh, I've lived a thousand times. I I found out what it means to be believed. I I, I don't know what he's singing about, but it's it's evil. <laughs> times I don't know what it's like to be believed. Do you actually really listen to Sabbath for the vocals and the lyrics, or do you feel, or or do you, whole thing. Or, or is it the, the whole music? thing? Whole thing, man. Yeah, uh, whole thing. I've been, uh, all, you know, alone with the with the lyrics in front of you, with the headphones on. You know, uh -huh. I didn't have it's any. Not like, really. It's so, not like Joey. Joey Joey's in for for the makeup and the drummer. <laughs> 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 anyway yeah um so what so no comment on dirty women oh right we're good we're moving on yeah <laughs> okay where are we already you said you wanted to take it within an hour <laughs> oh uh well i i just chose a, a national yeah. acrobat yeah, yeah national acrobat that album is <clears throat> to me that's that's ozzy's coming out day with his voice yeah that's when he found he found his range. He he found well, found his range. Found how to manipulate his range, and he was his voice is probably I'm going to say 
top of all of Sabbath's albums. Mm. When he gets to Diary of Madman, he his vocals were that good uh, on, on that album. It was Sabbath amazing. Was Sabbath. And, um, yeah. And, and Sabotage. There's parts of Sabotage. Sabotage. I would say yeah. Sabotage is probably, I thought, was Ozzy's best vocals. And in particular, the very, very outro, The Symptom of Universe. Yes. It's the best Ozzy's ever sounded, I think, on an album. Oh, that, uh, I, that, that, slow, I, that slow part, that jazzy concept of universe. I guess I'm caught up in it because it was the first album where Ozzy actually's voice just took off. Like Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, he comes out there ripping, and there's not too many singers that can pull that off. And, and I hate to say it. It's the truth. He had a very unique voice. and uh, But Ernie, National Acrobat, it's amazing. And that album, I think, Ernie, didn't it get the most popular uh, claims of all the uh, critics? It was the um, it was the only album that the critics liked when it came out. Uh, right. The critics always hated every Sabbath album when it came out. It was only retrospect, like thirty years later. Oh, this is great! This is great. But Sabbath, yeah. bloody Sabbath, the critics liked when it came out. It's kind of like shout the devil going back to Too Fast for Love, as we always use. Yeah. As that example. Used to use. <laughs> oh yeah, because everyone liked shout the devil when it came out, and then everyone went back, and then Too Fast for Love outsold shout the devil. Pretty amazing. I'm sure that happens a lot, though. There's a riff in the middle of a near the end of National Acrobat. It's it's like a real party sound. Yeah. It's a It's like that jazz feel they had. It was just weird. Like, all right, enough playing metal. Enough with this. Let's just lighten it up a bit. And then the drums and the it's great. Come on. I, I forget it. It's my one of my getting, favorite. My wife's getting something. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Sabbath moments. Um, there's, there's two other Sabbath moments I love, but I can't name them because it might be somebody else's song. Yeah. But we'll talk about it. Right. Right. Yeah, that'd be nice tonight because you always throw two or three. You sneak them in. No, I'm not doing it this time. I I respect Sabbath. This is this is important. Oh, it's not about us. It's about respecting. Sabbath. all right. Yes, that works. <laughs> that works. That works. All right. Um, okay, number three, Brian. I picked this one because I always well, maybe the no, well, maybe the title doesn't, but I thought it was a fun party song for Black Sabbath. <clears throat> nice upbeat. I know it was the uh, experimental album that uh, they can't stand, but I actually like the song. Uh, Never say die. It's, uh... <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, I'll tell you why I picked it because I was trying to figure out: did they rip off Lin Thin Lizzy, or did Thin Lizzy rip off of them? And I went back to the boys of back in town, and Thin Lizzy wrote that song in '76. That album came out in '78, so I'm like, oh, oh so Sabbath's looking for a little. Little uh, little influence change, and I, you know, I know they don't like the album. It was very experimental. However, I, I think it, what's that? 
There's other reasons too, but continue. <laughs> well, you know, I there was yes, but I, I, I was I was enjoying the progression, even though it wasn't their best album. But they did have some good. I thought they had some good stuff. Listen, I, Brian, I thought they went out of their element on Brian, this. Brian, Brian, continue because there ain't a Sabbath album I don't like. <laughs> it's, just, it's about it's like wine with what I'm eating. You know what I mean? It's fine. I love you never say I know I love I would it. think that you guys would probably say out of all the Ozzy era at this point no. it was like the crap, but no. I actually enjoyed the, no. the experimental. I know yeah. they were going through some shit. And the, when I was reading when I was reading up on the album because I wanted to get a little bit more in-depth uh information about the uh Tony was saying they were they were heavy into the drugs at this point. They were really into it, you know, smoking a lot of pot in in it was yeah, the, the hardest part. album for them to record because every time they went in there, it was something different because they weren't able to recreate what they did before. And I was like, and they still pulled it off. I mean, I, it was probably, I guess this was probably their hardest album to actually record if it was that, you know what I'm saying? Go on, Ernie, comment. Well, uh, if this was a uh, top seven or top eight instead of top uh, five, there would have been a Never Say Die song on my um my list you um, can name one Ernie, if you want because i'm not, i don't have any on that album you don't have uh you don't have any more from never say die brian uh from uh no i don't have any more from that right, go ahead you can have some yeah, yeah junior's eyes it would have been would have been on my list if it would have been maybe top seven or top eight songs okay junior's eyes yeah. is an incredible <laughs> incredible song. song yeah i'm going off the wall right ernie if i remember <laughs> Well, I I um I only found this out recently because I read all the uh, the rock books that Tony Iommi and Ozzy. It's actually about uh Ozzy, um watching his father die. Okay. Yeah. I but I just found that out recently. Yeah. Junior. The, um, junior, junior is Ozzy. Yeah. The uh the album itself um experimented with synthesizers uh, synthesizers and stuff like that. Yeah. Johnny Blade, I mean, really over the top. They took Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Where they had some synthesizers in it, and just went, I thought way overboard. It sounds like Jump 1980 all over again, or whatever. Oh, excuse me, with uh, David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen arguing about too much keyboards, not enough guitars. It was over the top, but the album itself, uh, amazing. I mean, amazing. I mean, you're not going to get anything better out of me, Joey. Joey, you can try. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Well, with Johnny Blade with that whole... Break like, Breaking the Chains is another great song on that album. He's saying with, with Johnny Blade with the whole uh, keyboard uh, introduction and then the song starts, that's Mr. Crowley, isn't it? <laughs> so. Yeah, but then it flies off the handle like uh, Liberace on a synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> on, on caffeine and a little bit of Jack Daniels from what I've been reading. <laughs> But uh, so, while we're still talking about Never Say Die album, um, there's another song on the album that is so. Honey, real quick, before you go on to that, on, on his pick on Never Say Die, yeah. that was recorded by the singer when he was thrown out of the band. Or Ozzy left the band. I, I, it's a gray area at that point in time because when he came back, I think he was fired, but I think he left. They brought in another singer. There's another recording of that song with another singer, and it was horrible. So people like to say Ozzy didn't, you know, write the lyrics and stuff, but melody lines are everything. It's 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 part of the the uh, it's part of the whole package. So you can hear the difference when Ozzy did to the song, 
and what they were looking to replace him with. But they were all out of their minds. All of them. But didn't they... Who was the singer when Ozzy left originally, right before Dio came in? Wasn't wasn't uh, who was the, wasn't there somebody in the in the middle there yeah. before Dio came in? I forgot yeah. his name. I uh, uh, I know everything. Dave Walker. Did he possibly track this album? That I don't know. I think, no, I, I, think it out. I think he tracked some of them because he performed live. There's, yeah. a, there's a, a show with him singing, and it's a different song. Never say die. Yeah. You know, and I kind of think Ozzy, I don't know if he had anything to do with the lyrics. So Giza, when he came back, they changed the lyrics too because they knew they were breaking up. That's how I always look at the song. They knew what was coming down. You know, don't you ever say die. I, that's how I look at the song, but that's just me. Yeah. Dave Walker, Dave Walker was from a band called Savoy Brown. I, oh, I, not I, Brown I, Sabbath? I don't know, but, that's, yeah, but I know he, that was the name of his band. It wasn't uh, Brown Sabbath? Yeah. Please tell me you guys have watched Brown Sabbath. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> There's a band out there, Brown Sabbath, and they are amazing. Ozzy went to see them on the Osbournes, Travel Across America, him and John. Yeah. Him and Jack. They actually, these, these guys perform for them. They are a bunch of black guys that play jazz. And and soul music, but they remake uh, uh, Sabbath songs. That's cool. Never heard. Yeah, of so you got That's you cool. got you have it's like Kiss Midgets for its, you know, Brown Sabbath. It'd be a nice fight. Midget Kiss. <laughs> I actually should. You know, I don't know if they're still playing anymore, but if they actually come around again, there's a band on Staten Island that that is a a uh, Sabbath tribute tribute band, and oh, they are very very good. Very that I'd rather go see them than Joey. <laughs> Come on, you got to support our brother. I've been supporting my brother for a long time now. Well, you have. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've been away for a while. <laughs> you need to not feel guilty, Doctor Phil would say. <laughs> no, I love. I love Joey. Anyway, where are we, Ernie? Did he pay you to say that? Uh, where are we? Uh... Number three. I did my third, right? Okay. Yeah, you were talking about um, Never Say Die. Never Say Die, so next. Hey, by the way, the Never Say Die album had a top 40 hit in England, and it wasn't the song Never Say Die. Are you going to make me pull out the CD now? Was <laughs> it the same? Was it Sabbath? <clears throat> there was, there's, a, there's a song from the album Never Say Die that hit the top 40 in England, and it's not the song Never Say Die. Right, because that's the song they performed live on one of those top 40 shows that's yep. on the video with the new singer. But the song, horrible. Hard Road. Oh, Hard Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a... Yeah, with a top 40 hit in England. Bill, uh, Bill what singer? I always assumed it was Ozzy. Huh. I'm trying, oh, I'm trying to look it up. So, so sorry. I'm sorry that it happened that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one with the harmonica? Yeah, that's swinging the yeah, chain. Yeah, that's Ozzy. I, I think that's yeah. swinging the chain, that part. That song. Right. I can't find it. <laughs> Screw it. All right, let's see. Uh, number three, Tommy. 
Hole in the sky. You motherfucker. This is one of those songs that the, the volume goes up, up and up and up. It's powerful. It's like I said earlier, it's off of sabotage. They are angry. They're mm-hmm. pissed. The, basically the song, I think I might have even taken something off the internet to show you. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool because it's about freedom looking through the hole in the sky and what they were going through. I'm looking through a hole in the sky. I'm seeing through nowhere through the eyes of a lie. I'm getting closer to the end of the line. I'm living easy where the sun doesn't shine. Here's the good one. I'm living in a room without any view. I'm living because the rents never do. They never own their houses, they found out. They were living in. The sentiment of the things I've said are just the riddles that are built in my head. It's just, the lyrics to this album are, I don't know what Giza was going through. Well, probably what they were all going through. But he really, he really brought it on, man. He really brought the lyrics on heavy in that, in that album. And that song, come on, man. I want to punch someone in the face. Where's my kids? Get, get over there. But anyway. Ernie, Ernie, now you know where the playground, the playground influence comes from. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I pride myself on lyrics. But my next three songs are all from Sabotage, and that's not one of them. Hole <laughs> in the Sky is not one really? of them. Really? I actually picked, I picked Hole in the Sky, too, because I, I think the song cool. is just a freaking amazing, amazing Thank song. You. Thank God I picked other ones. <laughs> but, a lot of symbols in that. A lot of yeah. crashing symbols. Yeah, jo- actually, Joey, Joey would love that. You ever see uh, Metallica do that song? I don't remember them doing Hole in the Sky. They did... Um, they do it on some TV show. Did they? I yeah. wrote it down where uh, songs that that were cut. Co- oh, actually, they do. Um, no, what the hell is it? Shit, I wrote. I thought I wrote it down. They do. Uh, they do on our Garage Inc. A Black Sabbath uh, medley. Maybe yeah, it's, maybe it's Sabra, is that Abracadabra it? or something like that. And typo uh, negatives on that too. No, what's that? Typo negatives at the album. The, the Black Sabbath. Uh, uh, I put typo one- negative is on there. Yeah, I yes, 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 and I think uh, Pantera did one too. Yes, well, Pantera with Ozzy, yeah, Pantera did. Uh, no, um, no, the, uh, I actually I wrote I wrote the song down. Um, the one that I didn't want to say it yet. If somebody oh. actually, picked no, it. I don't. Okay, good. Yeah, you know? good. But you know what? That Hole in the Sky song, it's compared to their other formats with all the bridges and the changes and the. Yeah, yeah. Times uh, signature changes and the, the key changes sometimes. Yeah, this is pretty straightforward. Verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. The solo, right back in, and then it ends with into symptom of the mu- and, and, into symptom of the universe. So it's a very fairly simple uh, laid out song, but powerful, powerful as all hell. And if you think about, and if you think about it, you look at Black Sabbath back then; they started technically goth rock typo negative wouldn't have been typo negative if it wasn't no. black sabbath no slayer you name it all that heavy all that 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 uh you know that doom deep doom sound yeah. deep tuning you know yeah 
They used to say, uh, I, I, I hope I'm not wrong on this. It was a term paper long, long ago. But uh, who was the composer that played the music of the devil because he created the key harmonic minor? Music of the devil. It starts with a P, I think, the guy's name. I'll think of it. He was outlawed from the Catholic Church just because he created harmonic minor and dissonant chords and dissonant notes. The, Pan that Pangani, Pangani or something like that? Isn't it just, is it Giuseppe Tartini? No. I think, think it's, it's Pangani, something like, but it's something with a P. Pangani. No, I, don't think it's, I think it's, 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 it's uh, one of the more famous composers. I mean, not that they're not, but one that's like a household name out of top five. A classic, a classical composer? Yeah, created the, the key harmonic minor that the church outlawed. Only because of dissonant chords and that that evil sounding when the notes are dissonant next to each other on the keyboards. It's just just saying that he was a, a an innovator. I think his name was Iomi. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Bach. I think it's Bach. Bach? I think it's Bach. Oh, find it. He got accused of playing the music of the devil. Anyway, that's the point. No, that would be us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess uh, my number three. The thrill of it all. Ernie, I hate you. That was my number two. Go ahead, buddy. You already picked my hole in the sky. Uh, the second part of Thriller. Hole in your ass, Brian. Hole in your ass. <laughs> well, that makes sense, actually. Everybody's got that. <laughs> no hole in your ass, Brian. No hole in your ass. Give me that. I'm getting a taboo. May your asshole, may your asshole close up overnight. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Let me know if it works. Can make some money. Great. On, on such a heavy album, the second part of Thrill of It All though is so <coughs> it's so pop for Sabbath anyway that um the part you know uh, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. No, way, yeah. got no reason to lie. Yeah. Forget your problems; they don't even exist. Don't you think I know my own mind? Then he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's so pop for Sabbath. It's so non-Sabbath. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so non-Sabbath. Now I begin to wonder why I like it. <laughs> oh, it's it, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's uh, it's part of that angry production. The, the message being thrown out there. That this is probably the best lyrics on the album. Won't you help me, Mr. Jesus? Won't you tell me if you can? When you see this world we live in, do you still believe in man? If my songs become my freedom and my freedom turns to gold, then I'll ask the final question. Is the answer could be sold? Can the answer be sold? This is all about that, but the shit that they were going through. Um, and at the end, with the harpsicles and the classical, when Ozzy sounds like he's in tears, it's probably the saddest you'll ever hear Ozzy Osbourne sing. Uh, that My life has started, Ernie. Are we on the same song? 
<laughs> no, you, no, now you you were for a, a second, but now you you moved on to us to another song, and I need you to stop oh. talking about that new song if you that's okay. <laughs> stop talking about that. Stop talking about that. I didn't see it on the lyrics here. I'm going like this. I didn't see it on the lyrics. I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. I, oh, I left oh. out that song. I, I left oh. out that song. So you, so that's it. The the. the uh, Ernie, Ernie, isn't the album perfectly named? Sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> Is it right? You, you say the story behind the album. You're saying that the band was going through a whole bunch of shit, and they wrote and they wrote about it. Perfect. What, what, money, what money does to money turns out crap. I, I love a band with balls, man. I love a band with balls. All right, number two, Brian. All right, I got to figure this one out now because a couple of mine were picked. Um, I got to find out what song I because I can cock block Ernie. I left the song out. Go ahead. I was going to pick this one as my number two, but I think I'm going to cock block you, Tommy. You suck my battleship. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? I'll pick another one. I think you're going to. No, 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 good. I got backups. I got backups. Go ahead. I picked this. I picked this one. Um, I actually learned to appreciate it a little bit more when it was covered. Planet Caravan. Hmm. I love the way Pantera covered the song. They actually right. kept the uh, integrity yes. of the original version of the song. I mean, yeah, they they kick it in Pantera no, style. No, no, no. You're right, though. Integrity. They kept. They it. kept. Right. They kept Agreed. the tradition of the Black Sabbath style to it, and that's. I really. I thought. I thought the song is fantastic, and I think that song, Planet Caravan. Pretty much could have started grunge rock with the delay in the voice, the different changes in the voice effects. If you I listen to like a, a nice sweeping, there's nice sweeping bassline in that too. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. But it's a great, it's a great laid back tune. It's a great laid back tune, and I, I loved it then. And then when I heard Pantera do it, um, I loved it even more. What do you think, Ern? Um, it, it was never one of my favorite songs, but that's because I could never make out what Ozzy was saying. You saying? <laughs> yeah, I could never, I could, I never knew what it was even about. Um, you know, there's a song on 13 that some people call Planet Caravan Part Two. Yes. Zeitgeist. Um, yeah, it's in the same vein. It's in the same, same vein. It sounds same very vein. similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with Ernie. Um, it's one of those songs I don't race home to put on. No, it's, it's in my head. Deep no, but it, like I said, like Hole in the Sky might be in my head, and I might actually put it on my radio in the car when I'm driving. Yeah. But Planet Caravan, and yeah, I agree with you. Fucking awesome. It's growing on me, yeah. maybe because I'm more mellow in time. But it's not a song I'm turning off. It's going up, and I freaking love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. It's fantastic. And it's very, it's very unique song. There's not another Sabbath song or many songs out there that sound like that. 
all together. Like they went out on a limb when they did this. This was not something, I don't know who the producer was at the time, but they, they went for a different sound on this one and people revere it. There was you know? a similar, all right. So that, so Planet Caravan came out what, 1970, right? Yeah. Um, there was a similar song that Zeppelin did that had that kind of, where Robert Plant used that effect on his voice. I don't Misty remember. Mountain? I don't Misty remember the song. Was it Misty Mountain? No, 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 no. It was a slow, dreary song. Um, damn. Party would know it. That's no, no quarter. No quarter. Yeah. Yes. And no quarter. That was on physical graffiti, right? Uh -huh. Is it a holy? I was it a no, no quarter. No quarter song six. Oh. Song six. Oh, so that was a later that was a later album. That was so that was a later album. But when I first heard again, I was into Zeppelin before I was into Black Sabbath, but that song kind of I love that that uh, the effect on the vocals. I know what you're talking about now, but and I have a big You know, you know, yeah, no quarter. Yeah, I think it's I have a big I have a big question. What was song five, Ernie? <laughs> Dancing Days. I fig I figured as much. Schnapps to Tiny, you. you're a big Zeppelin fan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> who's who's no, not? No, no, I am too. Fan. Maybe we need to do one Joey goes out on the road again, do a top five Zeppelin. He was until I stole his albums. I asked to borrow him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know they won't be home tonight. The funny thing was is that when I was looking at the comments on the YouTube that we did with the other Sabbath, <laughs> Danny, Joey's brother turns around and says, this is the best episode. No Richard Marks, no Billy Joel. <laughs> Maybe we got to have Danny on to do the show. Danny, Danny was one of my favorite fans. He was. <laughs> I love Danny. <laughs> and he actually liked me as a singer. It was actually nice. He'd come to me and go, you got the best voice ever, man. I appreciate it. I'm like, well, tell, me and Danny tell, were both tell, into the heavy metal stuff, you know, the like, harder stuff. And I was like, Danny, tell my tell my bandmates I got the greatest voice, and everyone else in America, and I'll be good. We'll call it a day. Oh, did Joey? Did Joey send you that? Uh, did, uh, Brian, I think Brian, I think you need to pick up the guitar, and I think me and you need to record because we can't I get any. I want to record. I'm being honest Sammy, with you. Sammy, I'm not Sammy, getting Sammy, off topic here, and I'm not going out on a freaking limb yet. Send I me some playground music. in the studio and record our songs for ourselves. Send me some music. Learn the playground songs. Learn them all. We'll, we'll put together. Oh, I know. The, I, I still know the playground songs. I'll play them. No, Uncle Tom saying. Oh no, I can't. No, don't you want? Don't you want Steve to play? Yeah, I want Steve to play, but Steve doesn't want to play with us anymore. He doesn't like us anymore. <laughs> he took his ball and went home. Because <laughs> he's too busy doing that Jimmy Buffett music. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about this. It's impossible. I was thrown out of the band. Me and Joey were thrown out of the band in the end. I was not there, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was thrown not out. There. Even though Steve quit, he went to another band. <clears throat> I never joined another band after that. So you have to, that's considered throwing someone else. You can just leave. Like Sabbath, all three members of Sabbath could have left Ozzy and said Ozzy left. <laughs> but that's another form of kicking someone out. <laughs> yeah, but Ozzy getting kicked out of Sabbath was probably the best thing that happened to him because he's, his career skyrocketed. No, Bob, Bob Daisley and Randy Rose were the greatest things that ever happened to him. Oh, but, yeah. 
I actually like his other. We got to do an Ozzy. Uh, we got to do an Ozzy solo uh, top. Five. No, no, no. I refuse. Anyway, <laughs> non Randy Rhodes era. Okay, I'm fine with that. How about, how about Thursday? <laughs> I gotta go. I'm going to think I'm Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> I don't know if we'll anybody's going to want to watch it, but uh, yeah. we'll talk. Who cares? <laughs> All right, where are we? I I have no idea. Number four. You just pick. You picked your number. Number three? Did I just do number three? No, I picked picked my number two, right? I said Planet Caravan, right? Uh, Yeah, Planet Caravan. So then you go. Uh, Tommy, your number two. Tommy's up. Well, it was the thrill of it all, as I had said. So I had to pull some back. And after forever was already mentioned. So, Ernie, I'm going to leave you. I don't know. Did we mention Cyber Cadaver? Yes, we did. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we talked about it with... Bands covering uh, Sabbath. All right, I'm not going to pick that. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. I'm going to go. Uh, no, 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 no. Tom, we got backups. Don't worry. I, I, I'm good. I'm good because I can still talk about it with the other person. It doesn't matter. If I got a backup, I what I like. Never, 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 by the way. Okay. Um, but Hand of Doom. What is it? Hand, Hand of Doom. Doom. Okay. Um, to me, this is like Sabbath's first album with all the bridges. I was completely taken back by the amount of changes the band could do in a song. It's like Aftershock on, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Aftershock. My album. <laughs> was it Aftershock? Shock, what is it? Shockwave? Oh, Sabbath, yeah. Uh, never Say Die album. Yeah, what is it? Shockwave. 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 I never thought they could have had so many more bridges until Killing Yourself to Live on Sabotage, which was earlier. But these songs have kept changing and changing and changing. They never came back. Sometimes they, they wouldn't even come back to the beginning. They just fade out. And this song, Hand of Doom, to me, was pretty much their first uh, venture out there in bridges-wise. That just complete changes. And who could ever forget the I mean, that's the thing that Joey does. I, I, I sense when, when I used to talk music with Joey, it was like, well, you like this band. I think they suck or I, they're not, I'm not into it. I, I, I sense you like an intro a chorus, a pre-chorus chorus, you know, or a bridge chorus, solo section, chorus fade out. And right. I like bands that like to jam. I love to jam, you know, and I love bands that would go out and, you know, do something a little bit different. Why does a song have to have a, has to start with an intro, core, you know, a, a verse, chorus, right. break it up a little bit, you know, do something different. And Agreed. people don't like change like that, you know, is that the new definition of progressive? Because well, progressive rock and, uh, 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 that break that rule. I called. I always called. Progr- I always looked at progressive where where 
All right. So when you look at a, a uh, when we when we look at an instrument that stands out in a band when we played in playground, what was the instrument? It was always the guitar, right? The guitar is always going to stand out. You're playing like with me, but no, no, no. I like the guitars. The guitars. The guitars. No, if you look at it, I look at it in the sense where every bot, when I look at a progressive band, it's every instrument has its equal part. It all has its, you know, like when you yeah, look at it. I used to, you know, I used, to, I used to think the same thing. Yes, Rush. Yes, Rush, Deep Purple. That's uh, why I never, I never got into that music because I, I didn't feel like the, the instruments on their own was allowed to breathe. Because if you I, like I, blues, hey, blues, the opposite is progressive rock. It's too tight. And, well, you, and know, you know what it was when, when, I, when, you, when you were saying that I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to be going off on a tangent. Um, <clears throat> when you listen to an instrument, when you play an instrument, right, you want to kind of focus on that instrument. And if you don't really hear it, it's like, all right, yeah, all right, you guys playing a walking bass. I'm listening to it for bass, right? So I started listening to bands that had a pronounced bass sound, you know, like, yes. I wanted to hear the bass up front more instead of being just the back. I, I understand what you're saying, but this is, I've been listening to this opera singer who, who critiques music. Uh, it's called The Beautiful Voice or something. It's hysterical. She never heard Jeff Tate. She never heard Pantera before. She sits there and critiques it. A definition of progressive might be different than what we think in rock and roll. No, no, no. I think progressive is something that's... rock and roll. Yeah. I had to look into this because I was just watching her last night. Yeah. And her idea of progressive, in I guess classical form or whatever, is multiple changes. Yes. In the song, tempo, key changes, a lot of changes like that. So I got to look more into it because I really don't know too much about it. But I started saying progressive rock to me was exactly what we were describing just now. Well, we and had we had a song, we had a song playground that was I thought was progressive. You know, when with that, um... <laughs> that's good, huh? That good. Heaven in your eyes, right? Which is the one that we had that we had all the changes in? It? I think you mean Childhood's End. Childhood's End. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Childhood's yeah. End. That song we tried to play it when we were jamming. I don't know what is it four years, three, three, four years ago, and we mm -hmm. didn't do that song because of the, the timing change. Um, we just couldn't. We're getting to that age where we're not remembering. We're not remembering the song. I remembered it well. Well, of course you you part <laughs> you help write it. <laughs> I'm by myself on that one. No, I mean, like, you I guys had to rely on each other. I'm, I'm, well, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah, we were listening to, I was listening to uh, the show that we did, um, and all of a sudden, like, Shadows came on, and I never, I, <laughs> please, can we I just never played that song now? with you guys live. We never played that song live. We never played Shadows live. Not with me. I don't remember. No, we never Shadows. played it live, period. It never made it out of studio. You think of something else. Dance it all night, maybe. No, we played that one live. We always, that was the last song, was dancing all night. Yeah, we played that live. We never played, I've never played Shadows live. We're going to have to have a, a playground reunion again. Oh. Wow. We got to have, have a part two of the reunion uh, episode and, and do it. I already made the proposal. If I'm you're there. watching it, I'm let's there. do it on the Jericho Cruise. I'm there. But. but. That's great. That, that's great. That's yeah. a great idea. 
Yeah, sounds good. Playground reunion on the Jericho cruise. Chris Jericho, if you're watching this, yeah. we want in. And <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jericho, if you're watching this, why? <laughs> exactly. Well, he's and there. And the ship and the ship was called unsinkable. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so write the, new, right. write, the, write, write the new song, Titanic. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number five, I think. No, am I number one? Am I up to number one? Yes, I'm up. I'm to not at one uh, yet. Uh, we're not up to. I, I know. I know we're not number one because I didn't do number two yet. Ernie, you go next. You go. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, Tommy just did. Uh, handed. Can we hit a pause. Can we hit a pause button? Yeah. All right. Take a time out. Do you hit it? All right. Sorry, I had to, we took a quick break. I had had to accept this. What hey. <laughs> Sorry. This okay. is straight from the Norwegian area of the world. Would you win? <laughs> I don't know. It says it says world's greatest mom, but I think they made a mistake. <laughs> they meant world's greatest Tom. It was a typo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It was definitely a typo negative. <laughs> okay, so where are we now? Uh, my number, my number two. Yes. Uh, and I believe somebody already said it. It's uh, megalomania. You really don't have any backups. To, to... I, got, I got a bunch of backups. Uh, you want to use that one, or you want to? Why'd you no, do that? I, I want to use the backup, but I wanted to say it as well. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. My, my new number two. Spiral Architect. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought you said you were picking everything off of Sabotage. <laughs> I am, but you told me to change it just now, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> and I, I wanted and to I, show. Oh, All right. I, 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 got, I, got, I got another one. I got another one. <laughs> you want to know who's, who's favorite Black Sabbath song, Spiral Arch Architect, is? Ozzy Osbourne. That's his favorite song? That's his favorite Sabbath song. Hmm. His voice is, uh, I, I told you, that album. His voice is amazing in, in that album. And uh, it ends with it with, almost like in front of a live audience. They probably, I don't know if they dubbed it in. Yeah. How, how it fades out with the bass. The bass yeah. is fading out with the drums. Yeah, with the crowd, like Sergeant Pep is like kind of fade out with the crowd. It's kind of, you know, unique. The song actually has an orchestra. Um Appearing, yes. on, yeah. I mean, it, it was a really experimental uh, Sabbath song, and, and it's it, it's very pretty. It's a good one. Sabbath, I can't I can't disagree with you on that one. And Spiral, I mean, Spiral Architect. Spiral Architect. Oh, sorry, sorry, Spiral Architect. I'm sorry. I like that one too, though. <laughs> no, that's just that's just the green kicking in. <laughs> I, I, I left the uh, Sabbath off, but. Because I thought Ernie, that was Ernie's. Because Ernie always brings about that one. But Ernie, great pick. Good Ozzy's pick. voice is. Uh, anyone who says Ozzy can't sing needs to listen to this song. And uh, 
it's beautiful. The minor chords and the um, when he when he describes uh, to me, I I'm, I know I'm probably dead wrong on this, but Spiral Architect is he sing, they're singing to God. It's God singing. I look at my world and I know that it is good. You know that I should. You know that I should. You know I. That's how I look at it. As a, he's the architect of the universe, but probably wrong. People a thousand, but um, excellent, excellent, fantastic. You know, I always, I always thought it was about God as well. Well, outside from Joey, who thinks Ozzy is not a good singer? A lot of people. Really? You you have to, you we we have to define what a singer is, and it's and it's Ozzy has brought so much style and uniqueness. You know, he's got a unique voice. You so it gets lost in the mix. You actually, you actually said it when I was watching your last episode, right? Being an operatic, a Jeff Tate, a Rob Halford, you know, just throw it out there from metal, right? Does that make you a great singer? It, there's different categories. There's different categories, and, and the voice has to fit the song, right? Ernie, we talked about it, right, a couple of weeks ago, right? Plus, yeah. You got Bruce Dickinson and Iron Maiden, but I actually enjoy Paul Diano. Yeah. You know, he's not an operatic singer, but he fits what they were doing. I thought they did. You know, the music's got a music's got a flow, Tom, and you know that when you write lyrics. I think Ozzy's voice is, you know, being compared to Robert Plant at the time, who I think is a great singer, but he also has a a really high voice, which was really big back then. You know, the 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 tenors, the they really. You know, with what's in the seventies, it was big, except for Morrison. You know, you know, Morrison came around and changed everything. It changed everything. Rock and roll, you know. I think think Ozzy's. I think Ozzy. Look, I I wouldn't put look. I I didn't put him. I wouldn't have put him in my top five of singers. But I respect him as a singer because I think what he contributed to Sabbath and even his solo career, I thought was fantastic. And it's. You know, you don't have to be that flamboyant vocalist to be a good vocalist. You know, you, people turn around and like, if you don't sound like, what was the bad was that Jeff Tate or something? If you don't sound like that, you're not a good vocalist. Having an, a, an astronomical range does that make you a good vocalist? No, not at all. You know, it's got to be feel. It's got to be. It's all feel. When I listen to that melody line. That's where I'm going to come back and remember. I'm not going to remember somebody hitting a note that's ridiculously high. I'm not going to remember that. Ozzy's strongest points in his voice is when he sings sad. Correct. He's probably one of the greatest ballad singers. And people won't even, you know, they think Ozzy Osbourne, but all his ballads, you could just make a compilation disc. And this is one of them. Yeah. The song that was just named is one of them. The part, Ernie, what was the song I was trying to sing when, when he sings sad? I mean, there's the, there's the uh, divorce song on um, some really, really big ballads on, uh, what do you call it, uh, Technical Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. She's, two, gone. Two, she's gone. He was yeah. going through the divorce. Yeah. I mean, when he sings sad, it's it's really, it brings you in. He's got a very sad voice. And Spiral Architect, he's got this very sad tone to his voice, you know. But Ernie, what's that other song I, I, I left off the list that I was, was scared? My life is started some thousand below. I want to live my life with blow. 
Yeah, that's uh, but everything is gonna. Yeah, yeah I, I, I want you. I don't want you to talk about that song yet. <laughs> You're ruining oh. my. <laughs> it's my number oh, one no. there. Okay. Back block. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. All right. All right. What did I, I just said? Spiral Architect number two. So we're uh we're up to number, number one. Number one time. All right. So all right. So I'm just gonna go back. It's nine oh three. We are moving <laughs> along. My number. My number five I had was Under the Sun. My number four was After Forever. My number three was Never Say Die. Number two, Planet Caravan. Uh, my number one, I was going to pick this one, but you know what? No. 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 Everybody, it, 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 no. Yes. Yes, do it. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. Rip. The Rit? Oh, come on. <laughs> I was going to pick the symptom of the universe, but I figured, ah. But I said the Rit. I think, I think to, me, Tom, to me, Tommy, that is Ozzy's. That's his. That's that's him right there. That was that's Ozzy. The song I, that's the song I forgot to put on my list. Oh, come on. The, oh, man. That was I the think one that's I his best book. That's his best vocal work on that. Is that Brian? Song. That's that's what we were just singing the whole time. Yeah. I was going. My life is thousand below. I know, and I'm saying to myself, "Fuck, someone's gonna print this one." <laughs> Ernie was pleading. Ernie was pleading with me not to go there, and then you dropped the hammer. Yeah, you, All right, Ernie. Do you want me to retract it and pick something else? Oh, no, no. Matter of fact, it's kind of a, it's kind of fitting that mine and yours is the same number one because the same thing happened. With the non-Ozzy. The non-Ozzy. We both picked the same number one as well. <laughs> With Falling Off the Edge of the World. Fall Off the Edge of the World. Oh, God, that's such a great song. Tommy, I am, that stuff I lost what album that's on. <laughs> it's a deal. It's a deal. No, not Mar that one. Mob Rules. The Rich. Mob Rules is fantastic. The song, The Rich. What, song, what album? Oh, I'm going to kick myself in the end. Oh, Sabotage. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I, I screwed up. That's my favorite. That's my favorite deep cut, deep cut uh, uh, Ozzy era song. Right, it would have replaced what other song I could choose. It would have replaced uh, Dirty Women in my list. I would have stood by the two of it all, Hole in the Sky and Megalomania. But okay, I still got my number one. I never thought I was going to actually freaking fuck Ernie on it. <laughs> It's, it's, well, you, you got me with Spiral Architect. That was my other one that I had. So I was like, all right, well, I can't use that one. <laughs> oh, the, the writ is perfect. <laughs> it's it's perfect. I that that's to me Ozzy in his best form. Yep. Wait, hold on, let me go back. It's, the, it's his iconic form. <laughs> I'm not a joker who's a rock and roll star. It describes the whole experience. Yeah. I'm sabotage. <laughs> he used. What type of people do you think we are? Another joker who's a rock and roll star for you. 
for you. I love it. Are you Satan? Are you man? You changed the love since it began. <laughs> I like, I, Tom, Tom, I can listen to you sing all day. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> I mean so much. So I got this award. Oh, I try singing those. I try singing that look, that song, to my kids before they go to bed. It doesn't work out too well. <laughs> All right, okay. Ernie. We know. Okay. We know the stab. All right, Tom. You're. you're right, Tom. You're up. I think Ernie knows this one. Um, you want to mention your I name? This is my one of my all-time favorite songs. Well, well, Tommy, why don't you why don't you go through your top five? Oh, oh, right. We don't have Joey here. Okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Megalomania. Yes, I have that one. Uh, that's Joe about Joey. Um, completely yeah. obsessed with power. Dirty <laughs> women. Dirty um, women. Going out to the Staten Island crew. Um, hole, <laughs> hole in the sky. Um, that's it. Uh, the thrill of it all. And my number one, and probably one of my top five favorite songs of all time. Hey, can I guess? Go ahead, Ernie. K-Y-T-L? Oh. I, I need a break. I need a break because that wasn't it. All right, hold on. I got it. You, you, you want a break? No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get it? All right. What, what did you say? K-Y-T-L. Killing yourself to live. No. Oh. Ah! All right, I give up. Technical ecstasy. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it'd be my honorable mention. Go ahead. YWCM. That's correct. Nobody oh, will change me. Oh, no, that It's probably one of my top, well, I'd say top 10 songs of all time. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Yeah, I just, I've always, that's my anthem. It's, I guess, it, you know, it could be anyone's anthem. I just always pride myself on no one will change me. And I, and I you know, get in trouble with that. And sometimes I'm beloved for it. <laughs> but either way, it's a double-edged sword. And uh, I just love that song, man. It just, uh, it really hits, it, it hits hard of, um, you know, being challenged in life and standing up for yourself. And just, that's it, man. It's freaking, and the song's powerful as all shit. Yeah. And on an album that was kicked to the dirt, but we could go on to Gypsy. No, I, I you know, I think. No, no, there's been a that, lot of good songs on that album. You're not giving that album the proper due for anybody that's going to turn around and say. That, I mean, Backstreet you know. Kids. I mean, where that album starts off. Come on, that that that. Rock that and Roll cool. Doctor. Yeah, right, right. Rock and Roll Doctor. That was my yeah. honorable mention. Rock and Roll Doctor. Yeah. yeah, it got kicked to the the curb that album, but uh, yeah, nobody will change me. Love the keyboards. It, it starts and it ends the same way. Love it. I think it's an underrated yeah. album. It's a by Sabbath fans, no less. Yeah, by Sabbath fans, kicked to the curb. Some of my favorite lyrics is um, in all moving parts, stand still. 
with the yeah. uh, with the with the tyrant, the uh, politician. Yeah, but there's some gr great lyrics in that song. I'm waiting to hear, Marnie. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> you're building this up. You just <laughs> dropped it down. Just like his mama. Just like his mama, he liked to get his pleasure from pain. <laughs> but uh, it's, all right, you bring me back to that song, right? Yeah, that uh, that's some of my favorite lyrics is on that song as far as Sabbath goes. But uh, you won't change me. You know what? Know who else I think his favorite Sabbath? You won't change me. I think it's uh, Romeo. I think maybe I because I made him, I ducked, maybe because I duct taped into a chair in my attic and made him listen to it. Yeah, probably, it probably is your fault. <laughs> Did you do that to Joey too? When he would, <laughs> Joey was too greasy. Send out the, uh, the sandbox uh, letters. <laughs> you, you, know, you know those Italians? Joey's too greasy. I'm sliding out. Yeah, duct tape doesn't <laughs> stick to him. Duct tape doesn't stick to Joey. I just don't understand. You guys got him into so much music, but you could not get him into Sabbath. That just doesn't make sense. You couldn't undo. You couldn't undo. It was like he was like a beaten child. You couldn't undo the beatings. <laughs> no matter how much you try. Couldn't do it. I just don't understand it. I, 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 how does he not like them? How does he not look at Bill Ward and say, he wants us in the Bill Ward and said, because he likes drummers that use the snare a lot. Well, you got John Bottom. Yeah, he uses that as the... Um, Billy just told me that once in a conversation we had. I said, then you'd like Bill Ward. And he and he listened to a few uh, snare drums, that you know, songs of Bill Ward, you know, Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Gypsy, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, but... Not into it, man. No, I mean, it's. I guess it's all into... You don't wear makeup. They don't wear they don't wear makeup and they don't wear uh <laughs> dragon shoes, I guess. No, I no. Intro, verse, chorus, <laughs> solo, chorus, end. <laughs> right. Twenty different words in the whole song. Used. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, when you guys do those other things that you've talked about and some of the 80 songs that he listens to that he picks, it's like it's a you'll all right, I can understand why you don't like Sabbath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's it's a own, He likes to hit songs. I don't know. This <laughs> is own decisions. No, it's no. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's actually kind of fun. I actually enjoy watching him shit on these type of bands because it gives me something to have more fun with. <laughs> I, I have not had a chance. I have to be honest with you to go back and listen to Richard Balls. And I try to make these little notes. Listen to this. Listen to that. Then after the podcast, I'm like. I'm too busy to listen to fucking Ozzy and Sabbath. I can't listen to this shit. <laughs> I mean, all three of us tonight probably had to sit back and listen to some Sabbath songs that we picked. That, and here we are, all Sabbath fans. This is where we are in our lives. You I know? just love every... I listen to everything. You know, I, I, do you ever find it now that in today's world, you end up gravitating back to the classics than you did listening to new music because it all sucks like shit? I can't, I can't stand the new shit. It's just we terrible. Grew up making fun of ACDC. <laughs> because he wasn't Ingve Mountstein. He was, and it turns out that he was the most revered guitarist out of all of them. They all looked up to him. Oh, shit. You know what? If you've never I seen them live, them. go see them live if you can. Well, if they okay. ever come back. I mean, but they put on, they. that's a good, I just like to enjoy a good show. Oh, it, Eddie Van Halen was up to that stuff. I mean, it's, it's just, we made fun of that. 
Those, yeah. that, that would be a top five band that I never thought. Like if you would have went back top five that you made fun of, maybe a topic in the future that you made fun of that surprised the shit out of you <laughs> and your jaw dropped, like, holy crap. And they're not going away. They're still the best. You know, they're still it's the like, best band. They're still the best, one of the best rock and roll bands of all one, time. Uh, greatest hits, number one selling album of all time under Thrill. I mean, oh, what, what, it's what, awesome. What do, what do you say to that? <laughs> you know, you, you, what was you? You know what, what I used to love about ACDC and uh, like Black Sabbath? Well, maybe not all of Black Sabbath. They ACDC wrote always wrote a good hook, a good riff that stuck wow. in your head. Great beat too. All you got to do, and every song is the same beat. You know what I'm saying? But if you can write a hook, it's not about the flash and balls of the instrument. Write a hook. That's what people are going to remember. People are not going to remember all this. You know what? You want to play a Whitley solo or sing this operatic? People are going to hear it. Wow, that's cool. And they're going to forget about it. They're going to forget about that's, it. That's why you're going to play guitar in the next playground album. I'm going to play drums. <laughs> I want Steve to play. Ernie's, Ernie's going to sing. I need Steve to play, but I got to we got to remind them to bring his distortion pedal. <laughs> <laughs> we get older, we start getting light on our sound. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Oh, you know, yeah, speaking, of, speaking of heavy songs, Ernie reminded me of it, and it came up on the, I was listening to it uh, when we played, what the hell I was know. it? I know, Rock we, Palace. No, 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 this wasn't live. We played in the studio, the song uh, Little Hooer. Yeah, Letters to a Hooer. Letters to a Hooer. And when I listened to that song, I played it, and I'm listening to it. All right, I'm digging the groove, you know. But it wasn't playground. We tried to reinvent something that that wasn't us. It didn't work. Yeah, we. It didn't we work. Only got to, we only got to a verse. There was no chorus written. Maybe a pre-chorus. Yeah, we had a chorus. I didn't know we had the actual almost the whole song. We fell victim. We fell victim. And, and we, I listened to it and I said, we were one of those bands that if you want to try to become relevant, we couldn't do it because not with the group that we were. We had a sound, we had a, we had a mindset and I'm listening to the song and we were trying to be heavier because that was what the nineties were. Well, I gotta be honest with you. It didn't Brian, work. We were a lot more heavy live. Yes. Whatever you would think. Yeah, I would hop off stage, jump off stage, and look back at you guys. The sound, we were tight too. Joey will tell you that, and we were. <laughs> Bobby Brady. Every time we stop the song, <laughs> but uh, no, we were a lot heavier than we than we knew on stage uh, by listening to it in the crowd. A lot heavier, and we got heavier. Yeah. We just did. We were just a heavier band, and it's a shame we never recorded that. We never, we well, never grabbed that essence because the original. This is supposed to be about Sabbath, yeah. but we'll leave I'm it sorry. at that. I'm oh, sorry, my let's, bad. Let's oh, yeah. stop it. I'm bad. Let's stop it. Okay, I guess it's up to me now. My top number one. Yeah. My number five was Into the Void. Number four, A National Acrobat. Number three, The Thrill of It All. Number two. Was Megalomania, but somebody chose it, so I went to Spiral Architect. And number one, which I have to say was the Ritz. Uh, 
Uh, I want to change Bernie it. Replaceable. Replaceable. Oh, I, I, I love the Ritz so much that, I mean, Snowblind is way up there, too. Do you realize, Ernie, that pick, that pick, the Ritz, was all three of us, except for, I mean, was my number two and your number ones. <clears throat> That's a pretty powerful song to three Sabbath fans. Although the, yeah. the, the Ritz is my absolute favorite. Sabbath. I'm blown away because I left Zabacadabra off the list. Oh, I, lo- I I left it off the list purposely because it was a deep cut, but it, it was a popular song. When Metallica cut, kind of covered it, I guess. you know I what guess. I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I I, someone's gonna pick. I, I to me, there's something about piano. There's something about yeah, uh, ball piano being played over heavy metal at the end is pretty cool. Interestingly, that that's the guy from Yes playing uh, the piano. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, that's why it was Rick so Wakeman. good. Rick Wakeman. Wait, Wakeman. Wakeman. Right. Wakeman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one playing the 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 boogie piano at the inside Bracadabra. Rick Wigman? I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) No, I actually got to honestly say, I really think the songs that everybody has picked, the diverse, the diversity in them, there were songs that I thought, other songs I thought that they were shooing that someone was going to pick. And nobody picked them. And I had them on there. And what? Nobody picked Lord of This World. I, I, I was close to that, but... All right. I thought maybe Supernaut. Supernaut is, is what I was about to say that. Right? right? right. Yeah. Supernaut. Yeah. I had it on there, and I'm like, that heavy chugging, you know, and stuff like that. I figured, you know, maybe somebody would have picked up on Supernaut it. Supernaut is Frank Zappa's favorite Sabbath song. Yes. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right with that. I think I just saw. I was looking at. I was looking at that on the internet. What's the uh, sunrise? Uh, who said that earlier? Sunrise. What was it on volume four? Four uh, Super under the sun. Under, under I the sun. Picked, under the, I picked under the sun. Yeah. No, but what's the fourth, what's the fourth song on volume one? On volume, volume one. Volume four. FX. It's not a FX. No, the last. The last song. Under the sun. The drums in the middle. Under the sun. Yeah. Under the sun. Yeah, it is. Under the that, sun. yeah, that drum, that drum lick alone, I was gonna pick it. But Brian had picked it up. I mean, that drum on the snares, boom. And he goes that, into like a Laguana sunrise. Like you think you're on a beach somewhere. Well, that song is the most to me, I thought that was the most diverse song that they had because yeah, it had so many different timing changes, yes. different changes, different. It's almost like three songs into one. I don't know. Uh, can we name one of the most popular songs? You can do whatever you want. You do whatever I'm you on, want. Take my list. Look, take my list. It's recorded now. Just do it out. Uh, whatever you want. Honorable mentions. You could. Honorable you mentions. Anything, okay. anything we want. You can pick anything you want on that. Yeah. Why not? We're in charge. It's war picks. War picks. There you go. I gotta stand by it. It's it's the test of time. It's uh, 
kids just hear that shit, the acapella with the drums. That song changed a lot of shit. <laughs> There's acapella over nothing. Yeah, and the message being, you know, thrown across was fantastic. And Tony Iommi, he nailed the song. It was like he had the topic from Giza and said, I'm going to write the song to this topic. Because that's exactly what it sounds like. You know, it's wild. So I have to give kudos to Warpix. As much as it's overkilled, but at all their famous songs, I got to stand by Warpix. And I still hear to this day, I have to leave it on the radio. Warpix is is a perfect song. It's a perfect song. It's a perfect song. Even the lyrics, the, um, uh, the politicians won't go out to the fight. They leave that up to the poor. Right. That, that's 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 timeless. That never will that will never be un, that will never be untrue. <laughs> and those lyrics and those lyrics were changed by the, those lyrics were changed by the producer in the studio at the time. They had bought you can look this up because I, I just forgot what they were. It was a different set of lyrics to that song. But once again, a great producer walks in, changed the lyric here and there, and it changed the whole the whole tone of the song. Pretty wild. I think the uh, producer's name was Roger Bain. Uh, of Paranoid, I think. I gotta look it up. Let me tell you, side one of Paranoid might be the perfect... The perfect heavy album? Metal, heavy metal <laughs> side. Yeah. Side one is War Pigs, Paranoid, Planet Caravan, and Iron Man. Was side one of Paranoid. Yeah. I thought Fairies with Boots was on one. No, I guess it's been uh, a while. Side two. That's the end of side two, though. Right. But then you have Electric Funeral, which is going to be my... Uh, it was what always made my list. Side two was so, it was people. such an iconic sound. Wow, with the wah wah pedal. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. This is cool stuff. So, would you basically say, Ern, is that your, what's your favorite, what's your favorite Black Sabbath song? Well, all the play song of all time. <laughs> Black your Sabbath favorite. song? Yeah, your favorite Sabbath song. It could be any era. It's uh, the Rit. Yeah, the Rit. Tom? Favorite of all? Mm-hmm. We're, we're summing it up. I just, I gave you my, my favorite. Okay. No, 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 I was saying, like, if you would, like, like, if I had to pick probably, like, like I go through, like, the Paranoids and, you know, and the Sabbath. I gotta be, like, be honest with you. To me, I look at a lot of different things, but yeah. to me, the, the anthem, Black Sabbath itself, the song, is to this day... The scariest, freakiest Black Sabbath. <laughs> Black Sabbath. The song yeah. is, is 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 by itself with War Pigs probably the most unique two songs you'll yep. ever hear, ever hear by a heavy metal band. Black Sabbath took the music somewhere dark where no one, nobody did it before. No one was going to go there. And War Pigs, just the way it was written with the acapella over the drums, was uh, amazing. So I I would put Black Sabbath and War Pigs as the two popular songs that have that just had a lot of influence and there were big big deals when they first came out i'm gonna put I'm, i agree with you with the black sabbath black sabbath was just i thought was just one of the most amazing songs i've been playing the exorcist you shouldn't have played the exorcist you know it it, it, was, <laughs> it was a, it was a perfect dark deep doom shit fucking killer song my other one believe it or not uh i'll put them both in there jack the stripper fairies wear boots I love that song. Oh, I love that song. I wanted to pick it, but I can't because it was on the album. <laughs> All right, but Paranoid wasn't, right? Uh, no, Paranoid was on it. Was Yeah, Paranoid was on it. The Wizard was on it. 
a no, bit no, of I'm anger. On, uh, sell my soul. I'm looking at the, the yeah uh, the, his, the the rock and roll. Or, what, what, we the, sold ourselves the rock and roll. I yeah, that was on it. Yeah, changes. Awesome song. See, there was so many hits on this thing. I mean, I love, I love, uh, you know, we all love Iron Man, Tomorrow's Dream, you know? No, it, it, listen. We just didn't it, want to pick those tunes because those are so, those are too easy. Joe, Joey, Joey can do this again with Kiss fans. Children of the Grave. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But the battle, there's, there's battle drums in that song. Yeah. They're called battle hymn drums. They, there's Jim, uh, there's Bill Ward playing. And then you hear in the background. It's a tinny battle. It's called battle drums. Like a percussionist in the background. Yeah, it's like uh, an English battle drum with a very tinny. Yeah, yeah. You know, it comes in, it dubs in, and it dubs out when Ozzy sings. But yeah, we can we can do this all night. But oh, I can't. I have to get up at three o'clock in the morning. I yeah. love you guys. We can see they do this all night. That's all right. I I got one more song that wasn't mentioned uh, okay. from Never Say Die album. Air dance. Okay. Okay. Is it jazz? Yeah, which is um, one of the, the uh, un-Sabbath un songs they've ever done. Right. And he even changed the tone of his guitar for that song. And then Bill Ward goes in. Hitting the writer symbol. That's where the jazz comes in again. It's like... I actually think he used on certain tunes... He used. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check it out because when I was listening to it, I think he's using a Rockman. The the Tom Schultz from Boston sound. You can hear that very high mid range guitar sound. No bass. It's just very tinny. Very like you said, Tom. Overly. If that, if that is if that is the truth. He did use. The, not, he did I use will Rockman. never listen to Black Sabbath What's ever it? again <laughs> because the brand because the Brandon Murphy sound. The Brendan Murphy said, I will never listen to Black Sabbath ever again. <laughs> Brendan, I hope you're watching this. I love you to death, brother. But that goddamn Rockman. He didn't no have balls. a Rockman. Huh? He did, did he use the He didn't use the rock. Did he use yes, the rock? He did. Yes, he did. I know he used to have a foot, uh, a pedal that he was using. He, he was using a Rockman. And I you think, know, now that I think about it, when we started. When we started the show, you could hear him turning his guitar up and you hear that Rockman click. He, he idolized, idolized the sound. Love Steve High, but idolized the sound. Uh, what I liked it. about what I liked Don't about me. Don't ruin it for me. No, but what I liked about Brendan and Steve. I'm gonna be called Brendan Sabbath. Steve had his sound, Brendan had his sound. When you put it together, the guitar sounded different, which I kind of liked that. I'm going to call it Black Brandon. Black if I find Brandon. Okay. <laughs> oh, you could call it with me. Bold Brandon. <laughs> well, Brandon Sabbath, whatever it is. All right, all right we can talk afterwards. <laughs> this is why I love to do this show. Um, I love these stories that we get into and how okay. we talk. And I like to hear what other people have to feel. So just send your emails about the top five or whatever it is Joey says at the end of this. <laughs> Let us know your top five. You yeah. Know. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let us know your top five. And and remember, these are all favorites. Yeah. Don't don't sell life threatening bomb threats to my house. <laughs> or, or 
evil emails. I don't I don't even watch them anyway, the emails. So it doesn't hurt me. It can't hurt me more than my wife and kids do anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. <laughs> so God bless you all, and I hope you all enjoyed this. Uh, I couldn't love, I, I love this band. Always did. Always will. And this is my my daughter, Sadie. Hey! I, <laughs> yeah, my favorite band of all time, Black Sabbath. Is, I, I, I could take the Black Sabbath albums, all their albums, and I, I, I could throw away everything else. I wouldn't be happy, but I could survive. Yeah. Probably the only group I could do something like that with is Sabbath. Tommy, how is it possible that you can make something that cute? <laughs> this one? Yeah. yeah how is that possible? <laughs> yes, hit him. That, that's what we All like right. to do to him, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Love is. All right. Hang on a sec. I'm just going to pause it. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night.